0: everybody thank you for tuning into my podcast keeping it real with caramel as we say 100 i have christine raymond on the line she's the author she's one like one of the best sellers like she's awesome like i am so glad that she's up here (laughs) christine how are you i am wonderful
1: especially with an introduction like that how can i not be (laughs) thank you so much
0: Awesome, awesome So just tell the listeners Like where you're from And like a little fun fact about you
1: I live in South Central Kentucky And a fun fact about me is I am really into chicken math right now And if nobody knows what that (laughs) is It's when you have chickens And then Uh you say Oh well More And then a few more And then a few more And
0: then suddenly you have way more chickens than you. (laughs) Oh my gosh, but you have like a chicken farm.
1: Yeah, it's getting there. I um, I had (laughs) 31 chickens. And then I had earlier, well, in April, I had one hen hatch out 11 and another hen hatch out. How many did she hatch out? Five. And then oh. a couple of days ago, a hen hatched on six. So it's like, I have to stop because they're so cute as chicks, but then they grow up and they're chickens, you know?
0: I know, right? <laughs> oh my God. That is a fun fact. I would never expect <laughs> you to have a whole bunch of chickens. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> that I love it. I love it. So, Miss Arthur... Um, I know that you have a lot going on and all this good stuff and later in life I was reading on your bio and it said later in life you became an author and you know it's never too late you know the word late is never too late to do anything you can be 50 70 80 90 and you still want to do something you can go for it but why did it take you so long to wait
1: well I didn't know I was waiting I, I never wanted to be an author it wasn't on my radar, it wasn't something like it was a lifelong dream or anything like that it, it had never occurred to me to start writing and in 2013 I was chatting with a friend of mine who had self-published a couple of her books mm-hmm. and I thought well, that sounds like an interesting process I've never written a book before why not try it? and I did and I got hooked and I've I've published 16 books now.
0: That is awesome. Because you know what? You never know what's what's going to happen in the future, right? And you never know that you're going to like something until you try it. That because, is so
1: true. Yeah. Right. And the, thing, and the thing is, and I think this stops a lot of people because they think that if they try something, then they are committed to doing it for the rest of their life. And that's not true. You try it. If you like it, great you you know you have something new going on if you don't like it you move on to something else like there there really isn't a whole lot I think we tie ourselves up our brains up in like all of this pressure to, to yeah. do this one thing and do it really really well and that's the only thing you can do in life and heck no I mean if you want to try something else if you want to start a new career like you said if you're 50, 60, 80 hell 100 years sorry 100 years old you know just
0: just do it just go for it I think a lot of people are in that conference zone and when you're in your conference zone you're scared to step outside the box you oh, know Yeah. and like with me like I never thought that I was going to be a, I mean, a podcaster I never thought that I was going to be a stand-up comedian never thought I was going to be an author so the thing about it is I stepped outside my box and plus I don't like sitting down so I gotta be <laughs> doing something all the time so <laughs> I get bored very easily but yeah. at this time you have to step outside your box to, to be able to know what you like and what you don't like.
1: Well, exactly. And you'll, you'll never know if you like it or if you're good at something until you try it. And to me, you, you know, so many people say, well, I'm afraid I'll fail. To me, failure is not doing it, is not trying it doing something and not being good at it is not failure doing something and changing your mind and deciding not to do it anymore or outgrowing it or whatever the thing is that's not failure failure is just not not taking that step
0: oh girl yes okay snap snap that's what (laughs) i'm talking about (laughs) so now we're gonna be talking about your your season of love collection of stories. Okay. And so you have four of them. And the first one is Dogwoods in Springtime. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: I I absolutely love that book. So Seasons of Love is the actual book. And then there mm-hmm. are the four stories in the collection. Okay. So so Dogwoods in Springtime takes place in kentucky all four stories take place in either a location that i either lived in or visited so uh, dogwoods in springtime is in kentucky and it's about a widow who hasn't really gotten past the death of her husband and then she unexpectedly meets someone and it's kind of how they're well I, I don't want to give anything away it's you know if there's a relationship there and and just some of the things that they have to overcome and okay and it, it's a you know it's a it's a romance it's happily ever after so I guess that kind of does give a little bit away but um it's just I, I don't know I just I loved I loved Caroline's story I just I just love that
0: yeah me too so you do more romance right I do a little bit of everything. I I started
1: off writing historical Western romance. And then I switched to contemporary romance, which is what Seasons of Love is. I did an erotic drama. I wrote a really short nonfiction book. Kind of an anecdotal book about my first year as an indie author. And currently I'm writing cozy mysteries. So I'm kind of... I I kind of hopscotch around the the genre.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what? It's nothing wrong with that because you're touching everything and I am like a romance, erotic kind of person cuz I like that extra. You know? So <laughs> So I love that. Um awesome. So see so seashells in summer. That's like a ton twister. Seashells in summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. You don't have to get the whole detail. Just tell us a little synopsis on it.
1: So that takes place on Nantucket Island and it's uh, Caroline's sister Tyler, or Taylor, and she is a single mom to an adopted daughter, and she gets a surprise one day when someone shows up on her doorstep, and that's really all I can say without giving away- Yeah, yeah, that's it.
0: Look- yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, listen, you need to get this tell the listeners they need to get the book so they can know the whole detail of it. She gave you a little bit of something. She didn't want to tell you everything, but you need to go get the book. Oh come on, go get the book so you can read it. And I then know, we I, have
1: Huh? I, well, I'm always awful when somebody says what's the book about because it's like, Well, I don't want to tell you all the good parts because
0: then that will just give it away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm the same way. They be like, What is your book about? Well, uh <laughs> i be thinking like, um, well, it's about, uh, I think you need to go read the books. and yeah. I tell you, <laughs> you'll know the whole story. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, then you also have Aspen's in Autumn.
1: Yes. And that one, they're all romances, all four stories in that collection. But this one's kind of has a little bit of a, a suspenseful thriller twist, a little bit. The um, the main character, Ramsey, she witnesses a murder, and Ooh. she goes on the run. And uh, Bishop, the private investigator is hunting her down he was hired by the murderer but he doesn't know that it was the murderer he thinks he's after ramsey for a different reason so oh wow yeah that one that one's that was a, a lot of fun i got to stretch my wings a little bit with that one and and really <laughs> try out the whole suspense thriller chase type of story
0: that is awesome isn't it great to be an author or a writer and you can create anybody that you want to create no matter what and you can be in that position and be whoever you want to be yes it it is i mean it's it's
1: almost unexplainable i mean because you are you're taking an idea and you're creating And as an author yourself, you know this. You're creating somebody who's real. I mean, they may not be flesh and bone standing in front of you, but they're still real. Our characters are very, very real. And, And yeah, we can make them do whatever we want and be whoever we want. Naturally, I say that, but that's not really true. Cause usually my characters tell me who they're going to be and what they're going to do. And I just say, right. Oh, okay. Yes. I'll write that down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. I get, I get some of that too. But at the same time, I can like, when I be writing, I'm like, who am I going to create today? You know what I'm saying? Wh- what kind of person I want to be today? So I guess we call ourselves bipolar, tripolar, or quadrupolar. <laughs> I don't know what we are but we are polar something okay <laughs> i
1: never thought of it that way that's great i love that
0: <laughs> because we could be so many different people like you know i think something's mentally wrong with us at this point you know <laughs> you know, don't see it a so, friend of mine
1: described it once as having and let me see if i remember this it's she thinks of it as kind of having like a condominium in your head so you have these characters in this apartment and these characters in that apartment and it's, and it was like wow, you know, I never thought of it that way that right, you do, you have and I guess maybe because I was asking her how she ke- keeps it all straight, you know, all the, all the different Stories and stuff, and and it's like, yeah, that's how it is. It's like, okay, today I'm gonna visit the couple in two A, you know, and write about <laughs> yeah. them.
0: That is so cute. I love it. I'm gonna use that. Tell her that she don't she don't put it on out in the air. So I'm gonna use that. And um, <laughs> so you also have snowflakes in winter.
1: Yes, and this was <laughs> that that's the raciest of the four stories, and that was a lot of fun. A, a uh, New Hampshire State Trooper gets stranded in a blizzard in the middle of the night and he walks to the nearest house which happens to be a bed and breakfast that's empty at the moment except for the proprietress and she um she kind of has an instant attraction and I won't go any further than that but um it's okay
0: out- there's a it. lot
1: that happens by the fires by, by oh, the fireplace. So
0: let's girl, just say that so <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here like, hmm, what else is going on? Okay. Yeah. That, <laughs> that is was, awesome. That, that is awesome.
1: What I really right. love about these four stories is that at least one character from each story has a relationship to a character in in another story. Right. So so there, it's kind of like a full circle thing. I mean, you're reading about... Carolyn and Rick and Dogwoods in Springtime. But, you know, then her her name, she she will make an appearance in Seashells in Summer or or uh Aspens in Autumn or or whichever, you know, whichever one, she yes. may make an appearance because they all are kind of interconnected. They're either related or friends, all of the characters.
0: And oh, that's that really, awesome. That, that is awesome. Cool
1: yeah. Yeah, that,
0: that is. That is. Yeah, that sounds really awesome. That sounds like a season on, you know, how they be having these episodes on TV or whatever. That's yeah. what it sounds like. That the, the person that, that's connected there and there's always different episodes that comes on, you know. Yep. And um, you should think about that. So if ever you thought about that and you want to do that, remember that Caramel said that. And, <laughs> you know, give me my credit. Give me my credit. Okay. That's
1: right. That's right. <laughs>
0: And then you Credit have another. Enough- <laughs> exactly. And then you have one that's called Finn. So tell me about so, Finn. What is Finn about? It, it's called Finagle. Finagle. And, okay. Yes.
1: And Finn Bartusiak is the main character. She, that is the first of my cozy mysteries. And she is just a riot. The, the, the Finn's Finds Mystery series, and I call it a series, although there's only one book out. I'm currently working on the second. Okay. Um, but it takes place in a little fictional uh, town off the coast of New England. And Finn owns an antique store called Finn's Finds. And she's pretty happy with her life. She's in her early 30s and she's single. And she has her store and she has her dog and she has family night or uh, weekly dinners with the family. And, you know, everything's going along pretty well. And on the same day, a mysterious box falls into her laps, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And there's a coded message inside this box, which just kind of just is right up her alley because, you know, she likes learning about antiques and researching things and things like this. So she has to know what this coded message is. And... Her high school crush, whom she hasn't seen in 15 years, walks into her shop and asks her out on a date. And so, then that's all you're going to say. Yeah, so her life just, <laughs> it goes from, you know, very everyday to all of a sudden this mystery and this potential romance maybe. And yeah, there's a lot going on. But she is, oh gosh, I love Finn.
0: Oh, wow. It sounds like a really, really good um, really good book. And it'll be a great, great series that you're doing. And that is awesome, Christine. I'm like, I'm so super proud of you. Like, oh, I'm, I'm patting you. you on the back right now. Can you feel me?
1: <laughs> I you can. Know? Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So my thing to you, what I want to ask you is, what advice would you give someone if they wanted to, to become an author? Just do it. You know, don't...
1: Don't get so caught up in all the what ifs that you that you don't take the chance. Mm-hmm. I, and, and the other thing, and I, I say this often, there is so much information out there. And a lot of it is really, really good information. And you should listen to it all. You should listen to advice. And then you should do it your own way. Because right. how I write a story is different from how you write a story. And that right. doesn't make either one of us right or either one of us wrong. You really have to trust yourself and trust that what you're putting on the page is your authentic self. Right. And I and I, I think it's so easy, especially with new authors, to get so caught up in well, you're supposed to do it this way, and you're supposed to write in this genre, and you're supposed to follow these rules. And you know, you don't have to. Writing is an art, just like painting or yeah. music or pottery or you know, um, tying flies, you know, for fishermen. I mean, it's <laughs> it's an it's an art and and it's yeah. so easy to lose your creativity because you get so caught up in everyone telling you how you should be doing it. Just trust yourself and do
0: it. I totally and- totally totally agree with you because everybody is no book about wh- how you supposed to write. And there's no book about that. So my thing is like like Christine said be yourself be your authentic self do what you feel that's good for you because everybody doesn't have the same passion as you do exactly. so whatever you decide to write go for it doesn't matter if it's wrong or right who who cares if it sells or if it doesn't at least you have one person buy the book you know at least right. you did something that you accomplished and that's all it matters that's right you learn you
1: know you learn we, we write our stories and then when we write the next one we go okay you know I I learned this from the last one and you apply that and you you keep doing that there it's just it's an ongoing process but if if you don't have fun with it then what's the point
0: exactly oh my god Christine I I feel like I want to write a book with you Okay, <laughs> like I, okay. I want to do, do a project with you. Like, I really totally want to write with you. Like, I just love the way you're thinking right now. And I'm like, I never tell nobody that I want to write a book with them. You're the first person. And I'm like, oh, I just love, of- <laughs> I just like, I love the way that she's thinking because me and you think alike. And that's awesome because when two people think alike, oh, this would be an awesome book. Okay. Well, you know what, it might happen. <laughs> yeah, know, right. I-
1: one, one thing I have learned since I began this back in 2013, I never say never anymore.
0: Right. Because when you say never and it happens, you'd be like, uh, yep. yeah, yeah. So my question, and another question is why do you do the things you do besides having your chickens? But why do you do, <laughs> <laughs> why do you do what you do? Like when you get up in the morning and you get up and you're like, I'm not write. So why do you do this?
1: because I have too many stories in my head now (laughs) I think you know I didn't start writing until I was 46 so I think all of those stories built up and I just didn't know they were in there and now it they just don't stop I mean I have so many story ideas written down so many books planned out that I definitely want to write and yet every day all right maybe not every day but at least five times a week i get a new story idea and it might not be a you know it might not be a full idea but it's just just something in passing or a character name or a oh that would be a cool plot or you know whatever it is and it just doesn't stop and i haven't reached the point where i'm tired of doing this
0: <laughs> and that's know. also because now it's your passion this is what you love to do you never thought that you were going to love to do this and right. now it's a passion passion for you every time you wake up you're thinking about a character every time you're waking up you're thinking about a story every time you're waking up you're thinking about something that you can prevent or do or whatever and I do the same thing when I wake up in the morning I'm like I want to write this down because I'm going to forget it but then <laughs> I know it, it's just like the passion of you creating something like different from any other that's you right. know and and that's the best part of it that's why i said we think so much of life. because i get up I'm like huh, i'm gonna write this down you know and um i love writing I, writing is one of my number one things to do and and i just love creating just like you do and i, I told you man you're gonna have a project together look out world here we come <laughs> Okay. so that's good is, to
1: me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is super awesome. And like I'm saying, and then you told your age, you know, you said you started when you was 43. So you look really good to be your age. Just okay, letting you know 40, that.
1: 46, actually. I'm, I'll, 46. Be,
0: I'll
1: be 54 this year.
0: Yeah. When I was looking at it, I was like, you look good, girl. You go, girl. Okay. <laughs> nice. You're not stressing. Okay. So that's the good part of it. Mm-hmm. And so I am so super proud of you for even taking uh, a chance. A leap to to do what you love to do now, and now is something that you think about all the time.
1: Oh, and well,
0: thank you. Yeah, like keep pushing, lot. keep yeah. pushing, keep doing what you do because you never know what happens in life in the universe of our world today. You never know that someone might see your book and say, "I love this." Let's that. do something else with it. And you yep. keep writing, keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. And don't stop. Don't let no bad influence tell you to stop or people saying, well, you take too old to keep doing this or you doing this. Girl, keep on moving. Keep doing what you do. <laughs> I <they'll try> promise. <laughs> to- yes. And then when you get these awards, I want to be the first thing to come up here besides your chickens and your husband and, and everything <laughs> else. I want to be at least the first person that you say out your mouth. Okay? like
1: I will you let know. you know. I will. <laughs> when, and, and you just said something and it's and it's really true is that you never know when someone that that right someone is going to find your work. So right. I, again, a lot of newer authors and, and even authors who have been doing this for a long time, they get so caught up in Okay, I just released a book, and it's a month later, and you know, sales might not be great, or right. I'm not winning awards, or whatever it is. It can be ten years later, and then all of a sudden, boom! Some, exactly. you know, a, a Hollywood director reads it, or or who, whoever it is.
0: You never know. You never know. And then another thing is as well, listeners and anybody that want to be an author, you do not write to get awards. I'm sorry. You write because that is your passion and that's what you love to do. If you're writing to try to get an award for something that you're doing, this is not for you because writing is something that you love to do and, and you feel fulfilled by doing it, not trying to get something out of it never do anything and if it's not only going for writing it's going for anything that you do in life your music or or anything that you do in life don't do it because you're looking for gratitude or awards or something like that do it because that's your passion that's your heart and that's what you want to do hello yes Yes. can i get a snap on that thank you snap a thousand
1: percent you
0: are right right and so that is what it is so i want to say to you miss lady miss entrepreneur author you are so amazing and you are so so inspiring and your energy is so wonderful because when i got on the phone you was all your energy matched my energy because you know <laughs> I'm, my, my energy is really really high okay okay <laughs> And I just thank you for being up here. And I just want you to tell the people if they want to find your book or on social media or your website, how can they find you?
1: The best place to do that is my website, which is www.christineraimon.com. And that is Christine with a K. And you can find links to all of my books. As I said, there's 16 of them out there so far. So lots to choose from. Uh, You can find links to the... uh, interviews that i've done and i'll have the link to this one up there too in case you want to listen later social media whatever it is you can find me on my website
0: awesome and everybody please follow her and find her and read those books because i know she's gonna be amazing (laughs) no I just want to say you're welcome sweetheart and I just want to say thank you for being up here again and it was such a pleasure talking to you and I just want you to have a blessed blessed time of writing and take care of those chickens
1: oh yes I will well thank you so much caramel for having me this is just I mean the pleasure has been mine this has been wonderful this is this has energized me for the weekend now
0: (laughs) awesome awesome take care and have a great weekend
1: Thank you, you too. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.